Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. Why I Stopped Preaching Doctrine I was saved as a teenager in the mid-70s in a small church in a small town in southwest Missouri. Almost immediately, I was taught doctrine, even before I really knew what it was. The English word, doctrine, derives from the old Latin word, doctor, which simply meant teacher. Later, Latin saw the word evolve into doctrina, which meant teaching, learning. And the French, they began to use the word, and soon it found its way into the English language as doctrine. Well, in our modern English, it is most commonly used to describe the teachings of a church or a denomination. We generally teach doctrine in two different ways, formally and informally. Formally, we teach our particular doctrine through sermons, Sunday school lessons, printed literature. Well, informally, we pass on our doctrine to our friends and family through opinions and conversations. As a teenager, I had become quite involved in the drug and party culture of the 1970s. My hair was long and my clothes fit the style of a Midwest teenager. I was certainly very different from those whom I was now going to church. The people of that small congregation began to share their doctrine with me in an informal way. A Christian shouldn't act like that. If you're going to belong to this church, you need to behave accordingly. And then my favorite was, it grieves God when you behave that way. Well, the informal doctrines seem to be a bit more subtle. Sermons and Sunday school lessons concentrated on the general behavioral issues with which all humans struggle. But both the formal and the informal doctrine had one thing in common. They were aimed at my behavior in the natural and spoke very little about how to overcome. Most doctrine is formulated to control a behavior which we find offensive to our sense of right and wrong. We even take this presupposition into our Bible reading. So what we see there are rules and doctrine and morality. We strive hard to apply these things to our lives and the lives around us so that we can somehow please God. However, for some reason, we never seem to fully achieve this. If history has shown us anything, it has shown us that we can never legislate morality. Example, speed limits. No matter how many rules we have, we have never been able to control our nature, our human desire, which the Bible calls our flesh, the reason our lack of success is because it was never intended to be controlled. It was intended to be put to death. It was not until my second pastorate that I discovered something truly amazing. 
a central theme was prevalent throughout the New Testament, and it was not about behavioral modification. It was about dying so we could truly live. Jesus taught us to take up our cross, which historically had only one purpose, and that was to kill something. The Apostle Paul taught very extensively that we are to die to flesh so that we could allow the Spirit to have control. So how do we do this? I submit three things that will help us on this journey of spiritual living. Number one, stop trying to control the flesh to be more spiritual. It is actually the other way around. Paul tells us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, that if we will walk in the Spirit, we will not walk in the flesh. Retrain yourself to see what is happening in the Spirit realm rather than the natural, and then follow His Spirit. Number two, stop looking at the Bible as a rule book. The words found there are not to be rules, but are an observation of what will happen if you allow the Spirit to control you. We have let the tail wag the dog because we have deceived ourselves into thinking that if we can discipline the flesh, we will be closer to God. This is completely erroneous. You are already close to God, or rather, He is close to you. He's alive inside you, as Paul told the Colossians. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Stop striving to draw close to Him and allow His presence to consume you. Number three. And finally, the most important piece of the puzzle is to die to your flesh. What does it mean to die to your flesh? When something is dead, it can no longer respond to any stimuli. It is completely lifeless and unable to operate on any level. We have been so busy trying to kill the flesh with rules or doctrine we have missed the simplicity of God's plan. It is not only the flesh that needs to die, it is our mind that needs to become dead to the fleshly desire, alive and responsive only to what the Spirit is saying. Our minds need to be renewed, and I don't mean changing what we think, but how we think. We must see everything in the terms of Spirit and not natural. We need a paradigm shift from earthly thinking to spirit thinking, because after all, we are not all humans living in a spiritual life. We are a spiritual being living in a human body. Spirit suit, earth suit. <laughs> Read the Bible as a spirit book, not as a rule book. Preach sermons of spirit life, not doctrine. Let your conversation be about what is right rather than what is wrong. 
because Jesus has already won the victory. Enjoy. We have become so focused on the counterfeit that we have become unable to recognize genuine. I submit, if you want your flock to stay away from what is fleshly, show them the genuine glory of Christ, and they will run to Him. And that is why I stopped preaching doctrine. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.